Welcome to the Skin Philosophy Edit with your host, myself, Anna-Louise Kenny. I'm here to bring to you the knowledge and skills to level up your business. We are speaking to industry experts across the industry to make sure that you're getting your knowledge in skincare, equipment, ingredients, and everything else you need to make sure you have the best of your business. Welcome back to Skin Philosophy Edit with myself, Anna Louise, and today we have Haley, who owns Halo Skincare Clinic and has been a student of ours and has actually done set up her own clinic only a year or two ago and has been very successful with it. So welcome, Haley. Thanks for coming along. Hi, thank you. So what made you get into this industry what 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 was the trigger that decided it for you i think during covid i've been looking for something different to do for quite a while um, and i'd always had an interest in the beauty industry but i'd never really taken that step um and then i think it was just probably realizing that there was a bit more to life and i could take a bit of a risk now if this is all all we've got to go for life and let's just go for it try a course and if it doesn't work out what's the worst that could happen and it kind of just went from there really a little bit of googling online and i've ended up here and what were you doing at the time what were you working at um i currently worked on boards for virgin train so i was customer service based okay okay so at least you had some little bit of experience with customers anyways yeah definitely my background's um always been customer service and sales really so yeah and so you started on the course and i would say as everyone does now i'm not too sure because i haven't chatted to you about it but i know laura and lauren have um how did you feel when you when you learned that the amount of information you have to learn and get through to actually become qualified it's a bit daunting at the start yeah definitely because there's just so much to know when it comes to skin um whether that's like people's actual skin then all the ingredients or the product side as well as all of the treatments so it is super daunting and i think because the industry is so fast-paced you also feel like you're trying to be super current all of the time so there's so much to constantly be learning and developing on um yeah. I mean, the course that I did with you guys was just so in-depth and knowledgeable and full of information, um, which is why I obviously want to keep on going with the pathway with it and keep expanding my, my skills. And so then you did the course and um, also you had done your kind of like CPE courses as well, which is like you kind of, you had a knowledge of the treatments and you had an understanding in that. And then you started to set up your own place so how did you do that like how did you get because you're quite you're very busy as a therapist you've built a good business over the last couple of years so what how did you develop that thank you um sometimes i, I ask myself the same question because when things happen so quick i'm not really sure what was that one thing that made it all happen um but how things began really was i came back um from the initial little course that i did the little bag with a few products in and my dad said right what are you going to do now hey and i was like i don't know i haven't got a clue thinking like hey this is this is really daunting and then they said okay well we're going to give you our little office and um, you've got two weeks in an industrial estate my dad has this like office that he uses 
um, in this like all big potholes and like a saw man next door. It was just everything you would imagine Hilo not to be. Um, and I had friends and family in there, and that's where I began just to to try to see if I enjoyed it, to see if there was even a want for it, and then it started to build from there friends started to post and people started to ask if they could bring a friend or they tell somebody and they were asking to rebook in um and as things started to grow my dad was like well what are you going to do because you can't run the business from here and then I just spent days and days and then driving around my local area trying to find a premises that I felt like was going to be fitting for what I wanted to do um eventually came across like a little hidden gem around this area um and I remember signing the lease. It was like a three-year lease. It was like the biggest commitment I've ever made. I was absolutely petrified because I didn't really feel like I knew anything. I was going in a bit blind. I hadn't got this experience. I wasn't beauty background trained. And I was thinking, will anyone actually want to come? And then if they do come, will they want to come back? Um, and then once I started from there, things just built. But I would hope that it was my customer experience and my customer service that I provide that is why people return. Yeah, yeah, it is good to have like a little bit of experience in how to speak to people or having good kind of a uh, good way with them. And so you are actually you're very good with Instagram and doing posts and that. So was that something you were already naturally doing or did you decide, OK, I need to set up my page? When did you set up your page? Was it before your training or was it afterwards? How did you get content? Yes, though, I don't think I was ever good at Instagram. It was not something that I particularly enjoyed or did before, um, other than posting my usual night out photos on my personal page. I set it up after I started my course. Um, and I remember being the only person that didn't even have like a name for my business. I just didn't know anything. I'd gone in just to see if I actually liked the course. So I felt a little underprepared compared to other people anyway at that time. Um, so I remember setting my page up and I'd started doing like a few posts and then I kind of like got so far with it that I actually scrapped it because I looked one day and was like, this, this just isn't right, doesn't look right. And I started again. And I don't really know where that built from. I just started to look at it from, from a customer's point of view, thinking, would I want to come to this business? Does that look interesting? Is that okay? And then it kind of just went from there. And then I just made, I probably would say I made like a big sing and a dance about it. I made sure everyone was posting. Like um, I was constantly posting. People were tagging. I just wanted to make a bit of a scream in the area because I knew I had bills to pay and I needed to make this work because I'd signed this three-year lease. And I kind of was in like a fight or fly mode you know and how did you get because asking people to post that takes fair dues you know to to how did you get clients to post or you know what did you bribe them with an incentive with a discount if they did a post or was there or did you just ask them blatantly listen can you share that yeah so I've not actually ever done like discounts on any of my facials it's something that I've never done other than if there was a new treatment it might be an introductory offer but I don't offer discounts um just because I value myself and my treatment and my time so what I did do was just actually ask them if I felt comfortable I was like I'll oh, get it on your Instagram like post it tag me don't forget to post and I would just say it and people did start doing it and then I think because people were posting and tagging other people naturally were coming in and doing it as well and it kind of just followed suit from there that's a really good point because if people feel they're like oh you're one down the road's also posting yeah like there's no big deal of me posting my face whereas you know some areas people would be very 
reserved and they'd be scared about posting and so if one isn't doing it none are doing it because they're like i'm not going to be the first person doing it yeah but you kind of have to do what you did and just go i need to pay my bills just get myself out there and and that was it not have an option or a choice yeah and i think sometimes if you don't try you don't know and i also didn't really know what was going to work so because i was going in blind and really naive i didn't know i didn't know like how do you get customers like who does come back like what what is it that's going to be my thing that makes them come back through the door or that they enjoy that experience or that I get good results for skin at that time I was like I'll try everything so I did a bit of everything so a little bit of posting it was the customer service or asking for feedback or I just did everything and eventually I started to see a pattern in certain things that were working or that there were certain things that customers would come back for and that's kind of what I hung on to which is also how I suppose I started to grow because what I stopped doing was looking at everybody else's Instagram because I did do that like that's what we all do you can't help it can you um yeah. but I just remember getting to a point where I was like right I've got to stop scrolling because I haven't got any more money to buy any more products any more treatments like I need to get this bit right so I was like I've got customers coming in I need to turn them into more customers and I guess that I focused on them and I didn't want to bring in a treatment or a product or go into training for anything else unless it was going to benefit them and that's how I kind of got a bit of my niche market or that's how now I can confidently say who my clients are because at the time when you first start you don't really know. Oh you don't you don't and we, I was just speaking about that with someone it's like you actually do, should establish that at the start what are the customers like you can't just go i'm going to treat everyone because not everyone's going to associate with your branding so my branding is going to be a certain type of student you know like it's not going to be for everyone and that's where you kind of have to classify right who is your audience what do they want like where do they go where what's their interests and kind of go with that but um bringing on that how did you decide a big struggle of all the therapists when they're finishing the training courses is deciding on what to take into the clinic so how did you decide on what you were going to bring in what treatments what what, what was going to be on your brochure what equipment you were going for which suppliers how did you figure all of that out so this one was a lot harder and that's something i'm probably only still starting to work out um I went with the company that uh, the people I originally trained with recommended the brand that we trained in. And that's kind of what I hung on to and went with because I felt most comfortable with it. Um, and so I went with their trust of a supplier with just this first little course that I did. And I suppose from then I've sat really tight because I've been so unsure of another product brand to bring in for quite some time. Um, I wanted to get it right. One, because it's a big investment if you start stepping up into the medical grade brands. Um, and then that would probably be more training so I was trying to get that right for quite a while so I've only just gone in with a second one um treatment wise was more finding out about the customer asking them what are your concerns what is it that you would like to achieve and then from that thinking okay so if I actually bought this treatment in that's going to help them and then that's going to benefit their skin and then hopefully they're going to value me as a therapist and want to return and the trust is built yeah uh, yeah exactly so who's the second one you've gone in with now um, so I've just gone in with Dermaquest at the moment. So they're who I've gone in with, yeah. Um, they just have so much choice, which is what I needed now because when I first started, I wanted something that was probably a bit of an all-rounder, suits everybody, um, and was 
probably didn't have so much worry in terms of maybe like reactions and ingredients and the acids and everything. But since doing skin philosophy and learning as much as I have with the science and how it all works, I feel a lot more confident now to be able to prescribe this to the right people and treat their skin concerns. The Dermaquest is good. I love the fact of their different acids like I do. You know, there's, I don't know of another brand that has so many different peels at so many different levels that's available to a therapist yeah definitely there's so much to learn as well I'm going on like another training course with them in October so I'm really looking forward to that and I've just had really good results myself as well so I just felt like it's nice to add that in and then the customers don't need to, they might not want to come as often obviously times are hard at the minute as well they might choose to come six to eight weekly instead of four weekly and then if they're using products that are more suited to their skin or are getting that cell turnover and getting those results for them then they don't need to come as often and it's going to benefit them more and their results will last a lot longer yeah and so saying that things are getting tighter what have you found the most challenging so far since setting up oh that's a good question <laughs> i would say the hardest thing probably is the pressure to maintain and to be current and to keep going forward because in one way it's amazing and i'm so blessed that my business took off and it is doing the way that it is is unbelievable and I never in a million years thought that it was possible but there is also the pressure now that I need to keep the customers here you want to retain them or I might want to grow so sometimes I do probably find that the most hard that I am still working like really long days six days a week um and probably the risk of like the investments now are a bit higher so it's a bit more risky it's a little bit more nerve-wracking and the pressure is there because things if they start to go a little bit quieter you start to think like oh are people getting bored or and we're not fulfilling them or is there something new on the market that probably is the most challenging for me is just that constant keep going motion yeah exactly like this is a thing that's really underestimated everyone thinks it's hard to set up a business it's very easy to set up a business it's yeah. very hard to maintain a business and the more you go on the more harder it is to maintain because you have to constantly be 10 steps ahead and be like have it while maintaining the current clients you have do you know that kind of way so you have to look after them but grow and invest and educate yourself to kind of keep growing the business so it's it does it, it is hard to to do that definitely without a doubt yeah definitely and the thing is like for me to to have done what I did I did put every hour in so then it's hard to step away from that when you're working every hour to grow something that I also want it to be sustainable long term and you know there's a lot of talk of things changing in the industry and things like that and that's why I feel that my education and the recognized qualifications are so important for not only myself and the business but for my customers and from a safety side and for longevity in the business so you've got that pressure where I'm going to want to be doing more MVQs to give me that that confidence in myself and halo but then you're also trying to bring in the new treatment the next product you're trying to retain the customers and then the pressure of obviously you know the money that comes in and out of the business difficult times and then if I do want to grow and we want to step up and I decide to maybe do a clinic at some point then that's another big jump as well and a lot of pressure but I think that I'm yeah. just can't help but be relentless in work I think I've always done it and sometimes I think people think I probably work loads but I actually feel like I don't work as much as I did when I worked for someone else because I just love this so much like I can't help it like I want to sit on my phone or I want to do something to grow the business 
Yeah, it is. It's it's so different. Like when you have something you love, you never work a day in your life, and that's what everyone says. And I'm a really big believer. I think it's very sad if you have a job that you're just waiting for the weekend because you're just like Monday to Friday, you're slogging away, you're just waiting for the next Friday, and then on Sunday you're dreading your Monday. Like that's an awful way to live your life i could never ever do that like when you're just going in doing treatments all day meeting clients meeting different things it it it, it makes the day pass quicker and it's so much more enjoyable yeah definitely like monday is like my favorite day in clinic which everyone always looks at me a bit funny but i just love coming into work on a monday morning feeling fresh and when you're talking to clients all week and they've like slowly become friends like i remember reading it and i was thinking oh, i wonder if that'll be me but it is true you do build these like this incredible connection with a lot of people because it's such an intimate treatment. It's so one-on-one. -on -one. And I think that it's so enjoyable that my weekends before I would have been desperate to go out and see friends and do this and do that. Whereas actually I'm getting my social battery ticked most of the week because the job's just naturally really enjoyable. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So if someone was starting out in the industry, what advice would you give them? what would be like your thing you you look back to yourself and wish you knew I think my main thing would be just to trust in your own your own self and your own progress like there is no one path fits all because the industry's got so many options for you to go down I think I would say that just concentrate on that one person that comes through the door because that one person might know somebody else. And then before you know it, you're building something really authentic and real for you instead of worrying about everything else that other people are doing and how fast they're moving or whatever they're bringing in. I think if you just focus on what's right in front of you, it will grow before your eyes anyway. Yeah having a hundred percent focus on the client on the bed in front of you mm. will bring you back rewards because we can easily get so easily like distracted or worried worries thing in our brain instead of just focusing and being in the moment with that client and then like having them coming back and you know telling other people and stuff like that will grow from there definitely and I think like the biggest credit as well is if you've had a recommendation like by word of mouth I think that's obviously always really nice so if you can get one from them um, and make that one customer happy then they're going to leave that good review or they're going to tell someone else about you and more likely to return and I also think then you'll bring in the things that are going to suit your business for the customers that you have because for me like I've got a particular client base that might be like might be really different to a city person in Manchester with a young client base. So I think it's important to focus on what you've already got there to be able to build onto that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's what what are you thinking you'd like more in the clinic now, like another treatment? What are you thinking next? Um, so next, I think probably going into some sort of machine like radio frequency. Um, I'd like to go down the skin tightening, I think, which I am actually going to be sitting the level four with you guys um, in the new year anyway. So that's probably something I would like to bring in. Um, and there was a couple of yeah. other little things. I was looking at like the bio repeal has gone a bit huge on the market as well. So maybe have a little look at that. Yeah, our friend, actually a couple of people I know do the bio repeal and they said it's amazing results with it. Um, radio frequency is our obsession, like Rebecca who teaches in Clapham and even I think Laura used to as well, but and me, like I was only looking at myself going I need another radio frequency, it's 
brilliant because it's no downtime but you've instant lift and you have long-term results i absolutely love i think it's such an underrated treatment in the market because it's not really talked about enough but it's it's such brilliant results yeah it sounds amazing i think it'll benefit a lot of my clients as well who want that no downtime and a lot of people these days want a bit more of a natural look not everybody wants people to know they've had things done either yeah, yeah, exactly. That time has kind of gone. People yeah. are just like, just make me look a bit perky. I don't need to look 20 years younger, just refreshed. Yeah, definitely. That fresh glow. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on, Hayley. I know you're flat out busy with clients, but it was great to have you on. And I'm sure you've inspired now other therapists currently like on the course or thinking about getting on the course to see that they can really do it even if they're not coming from the industry or anything like that oh lovely thank you so much it's been a pleasure thanks Ailey. thanks